0: Bibles tonight, you got your Bible, you got your Bible app, whatever device or hard copy that you're using tonight, let's go ahead and open them to Romans chapter 8, and we've been talking about the will of God, which is for each one of us to be led by, directed by, guided by, having our steps illuminated by the Spirit of God that lives in us. You know, if you, and I, if you and I think about it, God intended for each one of us to have a fulfilling and successful life. And he's done a lot of different things to empower us to receive just that. And one of the things that, that he has given to us to help assure us of finding all that he has for us is to not only place God, the Holy Spirit, in us. Are, are you conscious of God, the Holy Spirit, living in you? Everywhere you go, he's with you. He's in you. But God has also commissioned the Holy Spirit to direct us. There's really three areas that the Holy Spirit has been commissioned by God to give us information in number one the Holy Spirit has come to lead and guide us into all truth number two he's he's in us to bring all things to our remembrance and number three and this is the exciting part that he's come to show us things to come that means that he's going to give us all we need to know in the now He's going to help us to access that which is behind us. And then he's going to help us to see the future so we can anticipate what to do today to be ready for tomorrow. Wow, that is so awesome and wonderful. Amen? Amen. Right here in Romans chapter 8, we're talking about how does the Lord direct us, how does he guide us, it says that the Spirit himself, I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible, the Spirit himself is testifying together. The King James says to bear witness with or to come in agreement with. He's testifying together with what? With our mind? No. With our feelings? No. No. With our intellect? No. With pros and cons? No. Nothing out here in this scene realm. Right? No, he's talking directly with our spirit. You know, when I got the revelation that I was an eternal spirit being, it changed everything in my life in terms of being able to recognize now what the Bible was saying because it was being directed to my spirit. I thought it was being directed to my outer man, which was fallen still, still making mistakes, still limited. When I found out that I was a spirit, it just just made me see things from his perspective. And we've got to start being... God inside minded because that's where he's gonna lead us from that's where he's gonna guide us direct us and help us so the spirit himself testifies together with our spirit say this it is the will of God for me to be led to be directed to have guidance from God and that guidance Comes from the Holy Spirit who lives in me. So when I'm looking for direction, I'm not looking out here. I'm not going to my feelings. I'm not going to logic or reasoning. I'm looking on the inside of me where God the Holy Spirit lives. Hallelujah. Now, Every leading that we get, and we mentioned this last time, every leading that we get from the Holy Spirit to our spirit will, number one, be an agreement with God the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. It'll be an agreement with the Word of God. And it will be in agreement with God's character. if we'll begin to judge what we believe to be a leading from the Holy Spirit, and we'll begin to examine it before we act on it or embrace it, if we'll take these three areas, knowing that the guidance is coming from within, from the Holy Spirit, it's going to agree with the Word of God. God will never contradict His Word. And number three, it'll be in agreement with the character of God, which is love. Yeah. He'll never lead you to do something to hurt somebody. Yeah. come on, come on, amen. Or lead you to do something that will hurt you. Yes. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Now, tonight we're looking at, we're getting into some practic- practical application to become more confident in in not only recognizing his leadings but walking in the light of them. And what I want to emphasize tonight is that it's up to you and I when we perceive that God is leading us in a certain area that we take the time to judge the leading. How many times have you come across a person and they would say, "Well, God told me to do this or that," and you heard what they said and immediately it didn't bear witness with your heart. It wasn't agreement with the character of God or it wasn't in agreement in the Word of God. Well, how could that person get off? They didn't judge the leading. See. Many Christians think that this being led by the Spirit is like, Ooh. and they become very cautious of it because, because they think that, well, maybe he's going to tell me to do something so outlandish and, and, and you know, it's going to get me into trouble. Well, we just don't take everything like a fish with a hook with a worm on it. God intends us to judge, to discern, to interpret, his leadings, he's he's placed some safeguards in the Word of God to protect us from getting off, and we can get to the place where we become so familiar with His leadings, and we're so uh, in a position to recognize Him, and we learn how to judge it that in every area of our life we can be following Him. Amen? Now, I want you to know that there's checks and balances to being led. To keep us from getting out there in an area where we're out beyond the Lord. No one will ever get out beyond the Word of God. And if you do get out beyond the Word of God, then you're just too out there. You're not in a safe area. Right? Yep. Go on over to the first epistle of John, and I, we, we probably need to pray tonight. What do you say? First John chapter 4, verse 1. We want to welcome those that are watching tonight. You're either watching us on the live stream, we say hello to you. You may be watching by a recording. So we trust that you have your Bible open or whatever you use to follow the Word of God. And uh, maybe even a, a notepad that you can write some things down. And we're just glad that you're aboard, and we believe that the same Spirit, the same anointing, the same Holy Spirit that's working amongst us is also working there wherever you might be. Hallelujah. So, Father, we want to thank you for tonight. This is an opportunity and also a privilege to be under the toolage of your voice, the Word of God. We recognize that the Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide. And so we claim tonight the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. We declare and decree and believe with our heart that our eyes, the eyes of our spirit, our inner man, are being enlightened. And you're illuminating. And you are revealing. And you are disclosing to us that which we need to embrace tonight. In Jesus name everyone said amen Amen. so we're talking about checks and balances we're talking about being able to put a leading that we are perceiving inside of us under the light of God's truth and so that we're examining it and we're making sure that it measures up 1st John chapter 4 verse 1 and I'm reading from the King James it says dear friends Now look at this statement do not believe every spirit now remember we're talking about spiritual communication with our spirit right because the spirit himself what bears witness or testifies or communicates to what our spirit so he's saying here don't don't swallow everything that appears to be spiritual or supernatural But then he says, but test it. Other translations say to prove it. Other translations say to judge it. Now see, some people think that when you get a leading from the Lord that you don't have the right to judge it. After all, it's God talking to you. That's not what the Bible teaches. Jesus, in his earthly ministry, was careful to make sure that everything he did was under the orchestration of the leading of his father. And therefore, he was discerning and judging. And that's what gave him the ability at his temptation to recognize what was coming from God and what wasn't. Even when the devil used scripture to get him off course. He he, He saw that even though the devil was quoting scripture, he knew that wasn't the character of God. See, he was discerning every spirit. He was judging every spirit. And it says, test the spirits to, to do what? Not to, not to rebel against God, but to determine that they are from God. Yeah. Yeah. And that is because there are many false prophets. That have gone out into the world yeah. and so we can be assured that when we prove or test examine what we perceive to be a leading on the inside by the Holy Ghost we can put it up against the light of truth and determine what spirit it is now in the world the Bible tells us that there are many voices go to 1st Corinthians chapter 14 1 Corinthians fourteen, ten. Again, I'm, I'm still in the King James. And this is something that you, you and I need to be aware of. It says here, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices... So many kinds of what? Voices. Now, this isn't simply saying those things that you hear with your ear gates. But, you know, a circumstance can have a voice. Yeah, come on. That's true. Past experience can have a voice. Your mother-in-law can have a voice (laughs) so you and I need to be mindful that the reason that the Lord wants us to judge and discern the leading on the inside is because there's many things that we have to deal with in this environment that we live on this earth not to mention there is a personal devil that will come and infiltrate our thoughts and move us one way or another try to bring fear trying to 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 hurt us a certain way he can't have direct as, access to us but he can try and trick us that's why he's called the deceiver so wouldn't it be just logical that if you and I are going to enjoy success in life we've got to know the right voice to follow Amen. Amen. now we talked about the different voices. Let me, let me go down through my list, and this obviously isn't a an exhaustive list of voices, but it'll, it'll give you an idea what the scripture here is, is saying. That there are, we are exposed to all these voices in the world. Number one, first, the first voice, and that's what we've been talking about, is the voice of your own spirit. Your spirit has a voice. Yeah. Uh, you have thoughts. Your thoughts are a voice. Mm-hmm. Your, your mental capacities in terms of your reasonings, your logic, is, is a voice. Yeah. Uh, feelings. And that's a very powerful voice. Many horrific things that happen in the earth today are people that are so overcome with negative emotions that they're being driven to do what they do. People are a voice. You want to be like them or you want to be loved by them so it'll begin to manipulate how you act and the decisions that you make. (laughs) My wife points this out to me all the time. I was brought up By a mother that uh, went through the depression and she was trained never to throw food away (laughs) and guess what I have a really hard time throwing food away I still hear her saying Bruce if you don't eat that someone's gonna starve in Africa it's a voice it gets in you that's why we must renew reprogram our mind I many of you know that the media has a voice you know the media is not out there to tell you what's going on it's there to to change your perception of what's going on they're just puppeteers and of course past experiences is a voice and that's not to, that's not even to mention God the Holy Spirit is in us as a oh, yeah. voice and we've got a we've got to come to terms that the devil and his kingdom of darkness has a voice yeah. that voice is what blinded our minds to the gospel yeah. and logically that's why God is encouraging us to test to try and to prove Every spirit, or could we say every voice, every influence, anything that persuades us to make a a decision in a particular direction, until we're confident (coughs) it's God the Holy Spirit communicating with our spirit. So how do i know his voice well it, he goes on from that first verse where he tells us to try or to prove or to test every voice so back here in first john 4 verse 2 I, I like the first part of this second verse it says this is how you know the spirit of god <laughs> can you get any more direct than that so Understand when you hear language like that, it's telling you the will of God How many times do you say in a day I Don't know I Don't know what to do I Don't know what God wants me to do Now come on now I'm I, hey it's very easy to fall into it because as far as your mind is concerned in that moment, you and I don't know what to do. Come on. Yeah. However, if we give voice to that, we're confusing our spirit. Oh, wow. Come on. Because Scripture, we, we talked about this last time. That Jesus himself says that you know his voice in the voice of the stranger you'll not follow and there's never a time that you and I don't know because the knower (laughs) I said the knower God the Holy Spirit lives where in me and that's why he says over there in 1 John that you and I have an unction, an actual anointing of the Holy Spirit and we know all things. Mm-hmm. Come on. So it would be scriptural for me to say in those times that I don't know that my mind might not know what to do right now, but my spirit by the Holy Spirit does. You see, getting light, direction from God the Holy Spirit is like drawing water out of a well. You draw it out. The Bible talks about how wisdom is in a man. But with understanding, he draws it out. And so many times being led by the Spirit is to begin to quiet the mind, and all the voices up here that are connected to out here yeah. and beginning to discern what you're getting from within and it will come up another thing that I, I, I looks like I should say it right here is that Many times when you and I ask the Lord to give us direction in a particular area, we're anticipating that we're gonna, he's going to respond to that immediately. And yet, he is responding immediately. But many times... And we're looking for thoughts. And what we have to do is we have to shut this down or get its volume to decrease and get to a place where we can sense what his communication is down here. Now, I'm I'm telling you and I right now that God is always communicating with us. Always. 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 I mean, how many decisions do you think we make a day? From what are we going to have for breakfast? what are we going to wear to whether I should go to church tonight? All day long? All day long. well what 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 the issue is is that we're so busy up here and so occupied in this this mental, intellectual sense realm that it's deadening our recognition of his leadings down here. Come on. Hallelujah. All right. So, you still with me tonight? (laughs) Are we doing okay? You got your your seatbelts on. Could be bumpy road here tonight. This is how you know. The Spirit of God. That's how verse 2 begins. And he talks about how every voice that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. So in essence, he's talking about those three things that we talked about. That we judge in terms of it has to agree with the Word of God. Because the Word of God will always confess that Jesus is God of the flesh. Yeah. It's always talking about God's character. But every spirit or every voice that doesn't confess Jesus is not from God, this is from the spirit of Antichrist, which is the devil in his bunch. Amen? So I can't emphasize enough then agreement in a, in a leading has to be with the Holy Spirit, with our spirit. It has to agree with the Word of God, and it has to agree with the character of God. And when I get off or when I miss it, it's just simply because I haven't done my due diligence. Come on. Or could I say lazy? <laughs> lazy. Amen. Now, let's get into some practical principles to have confidence that it's God the Holy Spirit directing us and leading us. Number One, I want you to understand that there are two kinds of leadings. I'm not talking about the different ways that he communicates with his spirit to our spirit. I'm talking about two kinds of needs in being led by the Spirit of God. There's two separate leadings. And so tonight we're first going to talk about the first kind of leadings. And this is what I call a low-risk leading. A low risk meeting uh, leading now this you you and I have to begin discerning between these two types of leadings is this a low risk leading that I'm seeking or is it a high risk now a low risk leading is it's really not that big of a deal if you miss it for example uh, what clothes to wear today Now, if I miss the Lord's leading in that how many of you know that the fashion police are not going to arrest me now now you might think that this is humorous and it is I guess but there was a time that I was going before the county commissioners in Larimer County and we had to go through a special review to be granted permission by the county to put this church on this property. And so this was a day where four individuals were going to make a decision whether we could build our church here or not, or we just bought 60 acres for nothing. nothing. (laughs) We had to buy the land before the special review. And so that morning... I'm getting ready to stand before these four individuals that were going to determine our fate in this natural realm about this property. And I sense that I have this one, um, what do you call that shirt? Just the little buttons up here. Um, A polo shirt. That had a New York Yankee emblem on it. (laughs) And I thought to myself, why, why, am I, why do I have this sense that I need to wear this, this particular shirt? <laughs> sometimes our leadings will be unconscious Come on. and really won't make any sense, and you won't know the reason. And that's why sometimes we don't follow them. Yeah. Right, Joy? We, 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 we didn't know what to, and, and I'm right there with you. I am so with you on this. Um, I, I didn't know what the reason would be. Why would I wear this particular shirt? Especially in Colorado, because we're Rocky fans, supposedly. But I yielded to it and wore this Yankee uh, polo shirt. And I went before this council, you know almost to the degree of being interrogated we had to do all sorts of things in preparation we had to do all the engineering we had to do all the design we had you know they want how the drainage the gutters the road everything had to come before the, under their discretion and their review and so here I am up answering these questions and you can't tell many times when you're before what I would call judges, knowing what they're thinking, or by their questions, you know. What, so I had no clue what direction this was going to go. And so then, at the very end of the presentation, everything had been done. We had people there from the neighborhood that were saying, We don't want this. We had people, you know, these guys are, you know they're Pentecostal, you know, blah, 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 blah. They I don't think anyone said that, but they, they, they were thinking they about, they were thinking about, you know, a church in a subdivision, all the traffic, you know. Oh, it was, it was, oh, the humanity. And these guys had to make a decision. Well, they voted, and they voted the approval unanimously we got all four votes and our special review was approved well after afterwards one of the commissioners came up to me and goes man I really like that shirt and we started talking about the Yankees and I believe that the Lord gave me favor with that one commissioner which may have influenced the other three. And it was all by just following the Holy Spirit by putting on that polo shirt. Now, what if I hadn't worn it? I I, I can't answer that question. I just know what happened when I did. (laughs) Don't let your mind go there. Don't, Don't discount... God leading you and giving you favor and blessing because you followed him. Because he knows the end from the beginning. The beginning from the end. Amen? So, another thing that I I shared with you, I think it's been several months ago. Do you remember that I was at a grocery store called Biggs down in Thornton? Remember I told you that I was training myself how to be led by the Spirit of God? So this was a low-risk leading. I want you to understand that when, when you and I start using these low-risk leadings to help us to begin pinpointing the difference between our mind and our spirit, that is a, is a tremendous uh, exercise. Yeah. In fact, it would benefit you and I if that we would talk to the Holy Spirit regularly in our day. Now I'm not talking about out in a busy place and you're talking real loud and people think you're Noah and you're going to build an ark. But you know what I'm saying that talk to him. He's a real divine person a real divine personality and you can develop a relationship with him. My wife will talk to the Holy Spirit when we pull into Walmart. Lord, where do you want me to park? And so that's a low risk. That's a very low risk leading that if she misses it, It's going to be okay. You're still going to find a parking spot. But it's interesting how she always finds one close to the door that's not handicapped. That's not handicapped. Well, she's developed that. Now she can use that in other areas (coughs) as you get into a higher risk leading. Amen. Come on. And so, I would ask the Lord. We'd get separated. She'd go off somewhere. She's, when I, I don't like shopping with my wife because we have completely different tastes. We have completely different ideas on what we're hunting for. And so she'll get bogged down in the clothing area, and I want to just blow and go and get what we need and get out of there. So we get separated in stores a lot. That's why we take two baskets most of the time. She's saying she never goes to clothing. You should see her closet. Anyway, so... I get lost and separated from her a lot in stores. And so I'll ask the Holy Spirit, where's my wife? How many of you know that he knows? Amen. Now write this down. Every time you ask the Lord a question, your first response is mental in what he's saying back to you (coughs) every time like where's my wife the first thought comes to me well she came looking for this so she's probably in that department how many of you know that's mental and what I have to do is I have to ignore All this mental gymnastics and trying to calculate where she is and get down in my spirit and you can get so sensitive that you'll notice a pull in a particular direction and your mind's going well she can't be over here that's dairy we already got the milk see see how the mental will always not always, but many times will conflict with what you're getting down here. And as you practice that, like if I don't find her, then I consider, okay, how did I get over here where she wasn't? And I'll start recognizing, well, that was mental then, wasn't it? And then when I do find her, as I'm following the Holy Spirit inside of me, how did that feel? How did that, how did that come about? And you can begin to recognize his leadings. Remember, we're not seeking a voice. Many times it's a perception, it's a knowing. And it just seems to feel good down here. There's a peace with it. Yeah. But remember, what's going to come first? That's why it takes a little time to get out of here and down here. All right? So developing an awareness of the Lord's leadings or testing the Spirit's should be developed in this low-risk area. Now, like I just said, most leadings, our first reaction is going to be in a detective-type way or a, a reasoning, a logical way. That's mental. But could I say this? Every leading is going to have to have cooperation with our mind. You and I are an eternal spirit being. We have a mind, an intellect, and we live in this body. Now, God, in order to give us the freedom of choice, he placed our will in our mind. He gave us the power of choice in our mind. If he had put it in our spirit, we'd never make a mistake. Because then you always have to make a choice from your spirit. But he placed our will in our mind. And so our mind, in order for us to follow the spirit of God, has to come in agreement or at least go into neutral for us to yield to what we're proceeding down here to follow and many times our leadings that we're yielding to with our mind with our choice will seem illogical because your mind can only (laughs) go by what it knows and sees and what information it has. So leadings, many times, are pertaining to that which is yet to come. What was going to happen with the Yankee polo shirt on, the, the results of that decision wouldn't, isn't going to be found out until later on. So the whole time I'm standing up in front of the people going, well, I wonder if this shirt's the right one. My mind's contradicting the agreement I allowed to get into with my spirit to follow that. Yeah. But that's why we are proving it with these low risks. It's kind of like going to school. Because remember, what was the number one hindrance? To being led by the Spirit remember that two weeks ago there were five hinders what was the the most prominent one the most prominent hindrance to to following the Spirit of God is not recognizing his leading so that means you and I need to practice recognizing and it begins by asking him questions on what to do and then do an evaluation. What happened? What was it like? What, what came up when you said that? What, what, what were you experiencing? Come on. Did, did I get it or did I miss it? Remember, it's low risk. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, it does matter, but you understand what I'm saying. So, you and and I need to learn how to quiet the mind and yield to our spirit. And this is why we've got to be very careful that we make a decision too soon. Unfortunately, we live in a microwave society and we want everything now. And we should be patient as we're following His leadings. Get, get to know how He leads you. Amen. Everybody's going to have a different experience because we, we, everything's so different in our mind and sense realm and in our experience. Yes. And so the Lord may... He'll lead you from the same place, but he may do it in a different way where he gives us a better chance of recognizing him, yeah. all right? Now, I'm not talking about any, anything spectacular. Remember, right now, you know by the Spirit of God that <laughs> you are a child of God, and it is not spectacular Amen. that you know that, Come on. but it's supernatural. Yeah because it's in the unseen spiritual realm that you know that you're on your way to heaven, right? And that knowing agrees with God's character and that knowing agrees with the word of God. So the more we can say, I know your voice, Lord. I recognize when you you prompt me, when you lead me, when you communicate. I don't like to use the word speak. Although I'll say that, but I like to use the word communicate. Amen. And don't put God in a box on how he's going to communicate. Um, now, I want you to feel comfortable with asking the, Lord's, the Lord questions when you sense a leading. That's part of this proving and testing area that he asks us to do in, in, in determining and proving what spirit, what voice that we're getting this direction from. It's okay to ask questions. look over here in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 19, First Thessalonians 5:19. It says don't stifle I believe the King James says don't quench don't hinder don't stifle the spirit verse 20 don't despise prophecies and you understand prophecy is one way that the Lord communicates to us so don't don't despise a way that God communicates to you verse 21 but do what test how many things And once you test it, hold on to that which is good and get rid of what's bad. Amen. Remember, there's many voices. We've got to locate his voice. So it's okay to ask questions. Now, I don't mean to throw Joy under the bus, but I'm going to throw Joy under the bus tonight good. because this is, this is really a real-time experience. Now, she was coming over to our house, and if I get something wrong, don't say anything. Um <laughs> No. <laughs> but as best as I can recollect is that she, she was coming over to our house and we were going to uh, plan the, the Christmas program this year. So this just happened, I don't know, a week or so ago. And so she comes over, and then w- w- when she got there, she could have brought something for us. Was it to eat? Or what was the... Oh. Was, was it in reference to something to eat or drink, or what was it? It was actually that I was going to bring something to the church for me. Oh, for, so something for my wife. And she goes, Oh, before I left the house, I thought about that. But I thought, No, no, this isn't the right time, or there was some reason why she didn't bring it. And then when she got there, she saw that she should have brought it. Now, understand that what you get down here has to come up to our mind. And see, that's where the danger comes in because when it comes up to our mind, then we'll start to reason it. Well, that doesn't make sense. That, no, that can't be because this is going to be this way. Well, how do you know? It's future. Is future yeah, so how do we know that it's not going to work out if we do that follow that leading yeah, amen. and so when she got there she went wow I was being led by the Spirit and didn't know it several years ago and and we're talking about when we didn't get led by the Spirit but that teaches us how to be led by the Spirit does that make sense so we were over here in the embassy suites, the hotel up there near the ranch off of I-25 at Crossroads. And we had some guests that had come in, did the ladies' advance, and it was the Garvers from Madison, Alabama. And they were staying in there and we wanted them to get a nice view. So they were way up on this top floor. And so we went to pick them up to take them home, you know, to the airport. They were going home, and we were gonna take them to the airport. So I got up to the elevator. We were supposed to meet in the lobby they weren't there so I went over to the elevators I'm ready to push the button and then all of a sudden something came up from my spiritual mind saying they're on their way down and I I just blew it off because sometimes we that's just a thought but why would that thought come Why would you all of a sudden think they're on their way down? Why would my mind come up with that? It wouldn't. But I ignored it and went up while they were coming down. And then when I came back down, I told Pastor Mark what happened. He goes, that's because you were being led by the Spirit. I go, you're exactly right. And so we need to practice being led. So we're to test all things, according to First Thessalonians 5:19. Now, let's go on over to Luke and we're, we're, we're done. How many of you we're in the Christmas season. How many of you remember Mary? Remember Mary? Go to Luke 1, verse 30. This is that supernatural communication that she received by an angel. Verse 30 says, that the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Now there's a lot of communication going on now through, you know, God, through this angel to Mary. He's going to be great. He's going to be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there shall be no end. Now she's about to test or to prove This supernatural actually spectacular leading and she asks how shall this be how am I going to have a son seeing that I have not known a man I haven't had intimacy with a man and the angel responded to her answering her question, the Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now, understand that she didn't ask in rebellion. I'm not going to, whoa, wait, whoa, wait. No, she just wanted to know why. Why don't you want me to go up? Because they're coming down. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now, after the angel said that to her, look at her heart in verse 38. Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to your word and the angel departed that proved her heart in asking the question I'm, I'm going to follow you tell me why so she's asking the future part of what she was being directed that was going to happen in her life Amen. now it's interesting that Zachari- was it Zachariah the father of John the Baptist. An angel appeared to him. And he didn't ask a question. He just repelled. He says, I can't believe that. And the angel said, Well, you're going to be struck dumb. You're not going to say another word. Because your words are going to hinder what God's going to do through your wife. Amen. See, you don't rebel and say, uh-uh. I didn't, I didn't stand at the door of the elevator and say, I'm going up no matter what. No, I, I just didn't recognize it was him. Amen. It's okay to question. Yes. It's okay. I said it's okay. Amen. And he's going to understand. But once you have confirmed, once you know that it's him, then we, we need to follow Amen. That's where the blessings come in. Sound good? All right, Father, we thank you that it's your will for each one of us to be led by the Spirit of God. To be led by the Spirit that lives within us. And this isn't hard. This isn't difficult. It's just a matter of turning the volume up in our spirit. And dialing it down in our mind. And I thank you, Lord, that we can ask you questions all day long. What way do you want me to take to go to work today? Uh, What what do you want me to wear? What what do I do here? What do I do there? What about this, Lord? Whatever you say, I'm going to do it. And I thank you, Lord, I know your voice. I thank you, Lord, I'm led by the Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you're guiding me from within. And, Lord, we can grow and develop this area. And I just see, Lord, it will be such a benefit and blessing to every one of us. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.